Sometimes people don't think it be like it is, but it do. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, it's your boy, big, big bad bag of wisdom, back again on the mic. Thank you for joining us at another episode of uh, Thousand Ways Podcast. Uh, I would like to take a minute. Just to let just to just to let everyone know that you know, uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram. You guys can follow the show on Instagram. You can follow the show on Twitter. Um, I also have the website. So if you need to catch up on any episodes, start from the beginning. You can always you can always go there. It's www.thousandwayspodcast.com. <clears throat> and uh, same same thing with the Twitter at. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, if you like this episode, if you like any of the episodes, you like the show in general, don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to to leave a little review, to leave a little review, or you want to send me some feedback, just email me. I appreciate it. I love reading through these emails and stuff. So, uh, yeah, this this episode was fun. It was me myself and uh, the other suicide cowboy, medium size Santi. And our and our our buddy, our buddy Josh, P, the Mick Iceberg Irish Iceberg Kirby, <laughs> go and try to figure that nickname out. Um, little hint has stuff to do with the the TV show, and uh, and because he's a very emotional person and he's like an iceberg. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was uh, it was fun to record it. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely do it again. We'll definitely do it again. Um, thank you all. And, uh, I love you guys. Hope you, hope you enjoy, hope you enjoy the show. Ready? Ready? Let's count it down. Let's count it down. It's going, it's taking by really slowly. Like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Three, two, one, and go. Keep going, bro. Spit. Can't spit. Just Can't spit. Just That's, I was. Yeah. I wasn't spitting. Those I was. Beat. Okay, beat. The beat. Fucking hit those beats, bro. Uh, here we go. Sitting on the mic with some grilled bacon. Call my man Dwight just to see what was shaking. <laughs> God we damn, can, dude! Shake. That's loud. That, that's the intro. That's loud. I was recording. It's, it's recording. Like we're we're live. Yeah, we're we're definitely live right now. Yeah. Wow. Why it's is happening. it? Okay. What's up? What's going on? All my friends out there. All my friends. All my friends and hitters. My buddies. How you doing? That's the most important question that I ask everybody because sometimes. These sometimes you're just lost in life. Sometimes you need a little pick me up. Sometimes you just you need to talk to a friend. You need someone to ask you how you're doing. 
you know. So I asked everyone how they're doing, and I hope they're talking like back to me, back to me in their cars or their homes or wherever to listen to the show. You don't think that's weird? I yesterday I gave everybody a hug, so <laughs> yeah, and they liked it. Uh, what's my name? My name is my name is Big Big C, Big C, and I'm I'm joined by none other than the other weary cowboy here so yeehaw cowboy c and then cowboy santi right here and then that was pretty sick that was, that was pretty tight. Uh, <laughs> and then uh on our way on our way westward to toward uh what is that towards manifest destiny going going out west to find some gold we picked up uh picked up a friend we picked up a buddy we picked up uh, our buddy, the Mick, and the Mick, Josh, Patrick Kirby. What is going on with you, my hitter? Hitter, it's going great. Yeah, feeling good. Mick is a new name to me. I usually go by Kirby. Yeah, Mick is cooler though. Yeah, I like the Mick. Yeah, I Mick think is pretty tight. The new one. Josh, you better speak into that microphone, bro. <gasps> Speaking in there. The Mick. You might need to go a little <laughs> bit louder. Wow. The Mick. There we go. Yeah, that works. That's where we're at. That works. I can boost. I can boost your audio because you're speaking. You're speaking like a. I'm trying to go radio ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> NPR. <laughs> NPR radio. Yeah. Um. So uh, so yeah. So we are sitting here talking. We're gonna talk about uh. We're gonna talk about some things today. Talk about some serious things. And uh, we're just gonna see what happens. I mean, we've been we've been drinking a little bit, and uh, tears might start flowing. Not gonna lie, we might start crying, but uh, but that's okay because men cry. Amen. Men, Even weary cowboys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking cowboys cry <laughs> a lot. The but Mick uh, cries. But let's let's introduce. Let's let's. Well, first we'll we'll catch up. We'll catch up with uh, with this weary cowboy right here. So, a little Santi, a big big Santi over here. Schmedium Santi. Schmedium Schmedium sized <laughs> Shanti over here. What's uh, what's been going on with you? What what are what are your what are your big moves? Big moves, big moves. No man, it's just um, I mean you know you stepping down at a. Uh, at work, yeah. Don't you know? say the. No, also, Josh, don't say the name of where we work. Yeah, okay, no, it's never a good thing. Because then I, I have to go back and edit it. Yeah, so don't it's do happened it. several times. It's yeah, no, it's not good. But um, I mean, just that whole move there, you know, and just the fact that big moves. We've really been yeah, we've been stressing big moves. What is it that we want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, you know, it's you know, I'm trying to trying to get back on my path. We'll uh, we'll touch on that in a little bit. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, it's just the, the, the fact that you're going to be dipping out, but also the fact that, you know, I guess you're just doing nothing but helping me out. Plain and simple. You're just, you're just pushing me. I'm the main cowboy on this. I'm the, I'm the lead steer. Yeah. I'm the lead steer. (laughs) The lead steer, huh? The lead steer. Josh, turn that fan off, bro. Let's get a hot sweaty in this room because for whatever reason... This uh oh my gosh that sounds a lot better. Wow that that sounds a lot better. Um, 
yeah man that's some that's some big moves i mean definitely definitely on my part for for stepping down but i don't know we're kind of just like a package deal we're that's that's really what it is since since birth since birth since birth package deal and then I, I I picked this this mic up, you mm-hmm. know, sometime around middle school. Known this early, guy for a while. The early years. Early years. So I think I think he, he might have become part of that package. If yeah, I were to be 100%. honest. Well, so wait, like, wait, is this three way now? I think. I don't know if I would. You might I mean, as a, as I guess might be on to so something. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, you and I, you and I are the gruesome twosome, but <laughs> but. What a gleesome threesome is that? What mm, we are? Us three. There you go. Incorporate that trio. The trio. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Trio. So that's that's big Santio or Schmedium Santio over there. Shmedium. That's what he's up to nowadays since the uh, since the Rocky <laughs> episode. Now it's the Mick. It's this guy over here. Yeah. So uh, Joshua P. Kirby, speaking to the mic louder, bro. But uh. Who are you? Who are you, buddy? Who am I? Who's Josh? Um, and why are you on a what? Why are you going out west? West, west towards towards destiny. Towards towards the gold. I'd say just because, just like the, what was it? The, what's was your two name? The, the, the weary two, cowboys. The, the, the weary well, cowboys. The gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome. Yeah. Um. I just say because I think we're all like-minded. I think that, you know, I've known Santiago since fifth, sixth grade and stayed close ever since. Met Caesar in eighth grade and kind of fell back into the path recently. And um, just kind of always kept a, a mindset of, you know what, I'm feeling different. Feeling feeling different and, and Good and, and great. Yeah. Feeling good, feeling great. Like, YG. Composer YG. Um, so right now I'm going to uh, going to college, going to four year. I don't know if we can disclose. We probably disclose. We um, a Southern California school. Yeah, that's that's all everyone needs to know. <laughs> going yeah. to a school Find down me. in Southern California. Don't don't. don't we we've had no. a bad experience with that already. Yeah. No. Shit like that. So. No. Okay. Not good. <laughs> no. So all they have to do, you know we don't even live in Southern California. We live in Alaska. We yeah. Live, yeah, we're we're making our way we're west. On an island. We're, we're more like yeah, we're more like Minnesota right Josh, now. Josh is going to college. He's going, going to four college. Year we're going to four year. Um, and so I'm what, about to what? be entering my what? my third year. What school? <laughs> got him. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> and um, I was studying for business for two years and. This previous year, my last semester, I felt super anxious, super anxious about what I was doing. I wasn't fully invested into what I was doing. Not not to say that it was boring or like I, I was shying away from the challenge of, of what was at me, what was coming at me, but I just wasn't liking what I was doing. And one big thing that's helped me right now go through college is Greek life in a, in a fraternity on campus, which... Gave me that social aspect that I that I crave, that I honestly need because if I wasn't, I I probably still wouldn't be in college or I, I wouldn't be in college by now. I I think that that really saves me throughout the day, keeps me in a positive mindset around positive people, uh, and I love talking with people. I love having that close relationship, making new relationships, and that that brings all that to me, which is a big benefit. 
some minor benefit or minor uh, detriments is my bank account. Bank account is low. <laughs> going for crumbs right now. You know what? Everybody out there who thinks that Josh is a big douche because he's in a frat. No. They're right. But uh, <laughs> but Josh is – I met Josh, yeah, back in – yeah, back when I was like in middle school mm-hmm. or probably just getting into high school. And yeah. just is – they're just goons. These mm-hmm. two just sit in front of me. They're just goons, and and uh, and it's nice to see them make it through. Fuck, dude, what is it? It's been like six, seven, eight, like eight years now, right? It's pretty much, I think yeah. since since sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's, what? that's like seven or eight years. Yeah, it's like seven yeah. or eight years. It's like it's up. it's crazy. Maybe when, a little bit more. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. You need those. You need those people in your life. But yeah. but Josh, on on top of on top of eating crumbs and what else? What else is going on? What else is what? What um, else are you facing at a in college? Facing college is basically, am I there for a reason? Am I there for for the social status of getting a degree and and all that, it, or am I just wasting my money? Guaranteed, you know, tuition is not the worst. You know, I know people that are gonna have tuition until they're dead but you know to to know that that am i really doing this for my parents pleasure am i doing this for the social status of my peers am i doing this to to stay in greek life you know i think it's a it's a mix of of all three to where it's like i don't want to drop out and say oh josh dropped out he dropped out and then like my parents thinking like oh you my parents asked me they're like do you even want to go to school and I said, yeah, because what else am I going to do? But that was one of the things that we kind of figured out the other day that's enlightened me and actually helped me out kind of get my tunnel vision back. But, um, yeah, it's been a mix of like, you know, is this really what I want to do? You know, I said that I want to be a sales representative. That doesn't sound cool. <laughs> that was the thing that I said to you. I'm like, yeah. So going, what do you want to do? You're going, you're going to college for four years to, you, go, to be a sales a salesperson. Yeah, you can learn. You could be in at the, the streets. Yeah, you could do that in the streets, or you can do that in the job that you're in now. Yeah, and and I'm I'm sure. Granted, yeah, you're getting a degree in it. I'm sure you'll learn. You'll fine tune some. Yeah. You'll fine tune some Tips some tricks. aspects, but really uh, hands on hands on like what's well, the difference? Like ten years ten years doing the same job as a salesperson. You know, I said I wanted to sell, like automobiles. I could do that now. <laughs> I could do that now. now as we speak, and and that's what I kind of didn't realize, and and why I was telling Santiago, like I appreciate you asking those difficult questions that not a lot of people, yeah, because because no one's brave enough to ask it, and because I think deep down they don't know either. So it's like the other day we're just, you know, at work, and it was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, he told me, like, why is it taking you so long? It was like, because through my head, I was thinking about hobbies. I was thinking about, oh, like, health and fitness be cool. Oh, CrossFit be cool. Oh, like, this be cool. It's like, yeah, those are cool, but what do you want to do? And we're, we're standing there, and it's like, I said, stand-up comedian. And instantly, you're like, yeah, that's it. And it triggered a memory for Santiago and I. It's like... Yeah. Damn, dude! I remember when we were kids, and it was like, "This is what I want to do." Since nothing, school, bro. yeah, nothing better feel. Nothing feels better than making someone laugh, 
And I asked my little sister that because that night I went home and I was like, I'm going to pursue comedy. And she laughed. She was like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, I think I can do it. And I asked her, what other than music or laughter helps you get out of a sad state of mind or negative? And she's like, nothing. I was like, exactly. Bingo. <laughs> I was like, boom. Well, you see, and you mentioned <laughs> stage right. And then you mentioned it a little bit earlier. You're like, you, you kind of asked yourself, oh, your parents asked you, like, yeah. do you even want to go to school? Yeah. I guess, I guess a big question, a big question that you have to ask yourself is, is, are you, are you committed? Like, mm-hmm. are you committed to, to the idea? Like, why are you going to school? Are you doing it for yourself or are you committed for the wrong reasons? Are you, is your purpose, is your main purpose and your main focus, is it not yours? Yeah. Cause I think it was, I think I was talking to, no, I was talking to you. It was, mm-hmm. If if you're if you're doing this if you're going to school, and are you doing it because it's the comfortable thing to do because mm-hmm. it's the thing that your parents have done, and you want them to be proud of you is yeah. it is it because that's just a natural course of action like you're supposed to go to you know middle school mm-hmm. high school and well, go yeah, to college because from a kid your end their end goal they're implanted in your head is go to college yeah go to the best college with the with the best degree and and live that way of successful as a student as teachers that were once students they want to repeat that circle of life of we need teachers we need businessmen we need you know people who sell things and we need all that but we need doctors we need lawyers and all that and it kind of it ties into you know a big part of why I'm in college is because it is a social norm because out of out of high school People that go into just straight into a, a industry and a job, people that go to community college, people that go to a four year, it's like it's kind of that natural course of this is what's next, and you got to figure it out. I I talked about I talked about uh, something. It's like an extra episode that I put out. Um, I talked about the I pulled out all of my notebooks. I, I pulled out all of my notebooks and I put I laid them on down and I'm like I have one two three, four, five total, but two of them are in the same thing. Yeah. And I was thinking about, you know, why I, I broke them down. Like each one of them has a different purpose. Each one of them, one of the main ones, like the first one was my podcast. Mm-hmm. The other one was coaching. Like what kind of coach you want to be? Life coach, well, coaching in all aspects. Life coach, you know, Olympic weightlifting coach, any sort of coach. Yeah. The last one was Olympic weightlifting goals. And then the, the and then the the two at the end were like big ideas, my big ideas. Those were those were they they kind of tie into everything else. And I, I kind of sat there, and I talked about how keeping everything simple, keeping everything simple, keeping everything focused, you know, uh, breaking it down and breaking your life down into small little three or four aspects. Mm-hmm. You know, like like for me. Olympic weightlifting, podcasting, and coaching. Yeah, you know those those are the things that I love to do, and that's pretty much all I do. That's pretty much my personality. I might be boring as fuck to some people, but <laughs> that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no need to complicate everything with so many outside reasons and just so many things that are just things that are just chirping at you and telling you do this, do this. You know, like right. for Big Santi over here, Shmini. Shmini, Shmini Bredium, 
tongue twisters. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday we were watching Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. and I looked it up. I looked it up on my phone because I needed to see the name of one person, and I typed in Brazy Rich Asians. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for little shout out YG for Schmedium Santi over here, <sighs> if you were to break down, if you were to break down the aspects of your life into in, into, you know, into notebooks what would they be you know like especially after you got me that notebook Mm -hmm. i've actually been thinking about that and just the sheer thought of what what would it be because i don't have multiple i just use one it's really hypothetically no exactly no but that's what i'm saying is is i've 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 jotted in that journal you know of of what it is that you know i'd kind of categorize myself as and it's it's been difficult it's been difficult because I do have all those outside factors and everything. It's the same thing. You know, I go to community college, so it just felt like it was the right thing to do. Um, but it was kind of skewing what it is that, that I loved. And, you know, these last two years, as I've told Josh and, and especially my my weary cowboy cousin, Angel, um, big, just big, A. big, big C, big C's, big C's. Um, I need, just the, I need a cooler nickname. <laughs> we'll come up. We'll come up with one. <laughs> but um, just the sheer, just the sheer fact that there's so much going on, and the the hard part is, is that we're young. We're young. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're twenty. You're twenty two. You know, it's like we have so many different paths that we can go down, and I think that's probably the hardest thing. But yeah. the thing is, is like you just said it. You know. It's to you know, it's keep it simple, stupid. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you, what is it that you love to do? What is it that you like yeah. doing? And I mean, I gotta say, I've definitely just kind of sparked up the fact that I absolutely love music. You know, music is up there. Uh, something similar, you know, to you would be coaching. You know, I loved playing football back in high school. You know, even before that, um, I had gone to a few practices for my for my little brother, who's who's a freshman now, and. You know, even helping out there, I got in trouble because because I'm not allowed to be there. But <laughs> but still extra, extra work. Yeah, but it's it was still cool. It was still cool just to see that I was at that point. And then, you know, it's like I I saw the progress that I had made. You know, and I mean, I don't know. It's 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 definitely something along the lines of of music, so people. One notebook is music. Definitely music. Another would definitely be I don't know. It's it's like big ideas, but big ideas for people. I'm trying to figure that charity. out. Charity, pretty much. So charity. big ideas, charity, and I would say another one for you would probably be your belief. Beliefs. Yeah, definitely. So, so most certainly. Yeah. So music, charity, and beliefs. You know. So just simplify it. Wow, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I think. Thank. <laughs> yeah. Josh. Mick. And I know it's it's probably harder for you because you don't have someone in your life like consistently like him and I. Yeah. Someone who's berating you with questions on what it is that you're doing. Right. Asking you the hard questions. But mm-hmm. what would you say if you had notebooks in front of you, if you if if you had those notebooks in front of you, it doesn't matter how many there are. Yeah. What would what would your priorities be? Or what would what would you summarize your life in? Or what what is it that you want those notebooks to be about? Um, so on, on a side note, I do journal, I write down thoughts. Sometimes I write, 
bitch. Right <laughs> it's a diary. It's, it's not a diary. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I have like five of them. I have five in my backpack. It's um, I'd say to like prioritize and kind of sum up my thoughts. It'd be, you know, one would be just doing what I could do. So I guess charity, do what I could do to help people for others. Yep. Um. So charity, I probably just say um, like inner thoughts. Like there's times where I'm just like, damn. You know what what does this mean I like I take everything into a different perspective now yeah and that's just from introspection my, yeah my my past my my experiences to where I want to I want to deep dive into everything you know I like think of myself as like kind of like an iceberg to where it's like you you see this don't laugh <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever done that <laughs> starting now I'm an iceberg I'm <laughs> you know what the, the iceberg. The iceberg. That's, that's Josh's new name. <laughs> Josh is the iceberg, oh, bro. Two wearing cowboys pick up. Oh, two, two wearing cowboys we land, find on, an land on an iceberg. <laughs> on our so, way down from from Alaska, you did say we're uh, up in Alaska, bro. Shoot. So yeah, it's like you see this. You see the t- the the top of it, but if, if the top is on. I think I think I've heard the top's on like ten percent. Yeah, yeah, but what. Like the more and more that we talk and hang out and you see this, this inner depth of me, you see the full picture. You, you, cause people, people speaking of Greek life, the amount of girls, just girls that come up to me and say, you're just another frat boy. I'm like, fuck that. Like you can, you can kiss that, that saying goodbye. Let's have a conversation. And it's like, oh shit. Uh, you, I'm so sorry. And it's like, you're fucking right. You are like, <laughs> goodbye. So it's like, yeah, you know, even being in Greek life that puts a damper on, on me, which bothers me. Cause it's like the stigma. Yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. Like I didn't join Greek life to have this stigma of who I am. It comes with a guarantee that I didn't know about, but at the same time, how do you act upon those stigmas? How do you, how do you act in a certain position to where people do see who you really are in your true colors? Yeah. So that's that inner thoughts would be another one. And then, so what was it? It was charity, charity inner thoughts, inter, like inner, uh, introspection. Mm-hmm. So I also, I, I find a big interest in health and fitness. You know, I got my medical needs. I got all that in starting my diet and CBD. I've seen a change. I, I haven't seen as many uh, outbreaks in my body, which is crazy after let the, what, what, is it? what is it? Yeah. What yeah. is it? That so you let the people know. So, I'm an ex. Uh, I have eczema, pretty got, severe. It sucks. You got eczema. You got, you got eczema. You got eczema. <laughs> yes, like the worst kind. It sucks. And ever since, how long have you been? Uh, how long has it really been an issue? So around spring break this past, there's been outbreaks in the past, but this past spring break before then, I stopped, or I stopped taking a medicine of mine. That I just thought was for like asthma and shit. And to find out that it was an anti-inflammatory. So after not taking that, I started to see like some some outbreaks along my whole body. From places on my chest, my stomach, all along my arms, my back to where it almost be like scabs. So I started to take the steroid for about a month and totally cleared up. Like I never had it. Incredible. 
And as soon as I was off it or the dose got lower and lower, I started to see these outbreaks to where my, my shoulders started to flare up, my neck started to flare up, my face got dry again. And now it's like, damn, I don't want to be resulting to pills because I know that my body is just going to fight it at a point to where there's like, I'm going to have the strongest most yoked eczema out here that was just gonna murder me. <laughs> the mercies yeah, of the, all yeah, freaking it's gonna be eczemas. Like, it's gonna be like stage four. Stage four eczema. <laughs> <laughs> the first case of it. And I decided to go to more natural things. So start taking CBD. Are you taking some like, have you taken any anti-inflammatory substance? So like, I'm, substance, I'm like, uh, like turmeric? Uh, no. No? I, I started, <clears throat> I did my research which I never do. So I saw that eggs were a big factor to eczema flare-ups. So I started, I cut eggs and eggs would be a daily thing. Whether I get a burrito, whether I eat like six of them, six of them in the morning, it'd be a daily routine. For that's, me. that's funny, bro. You would think that eggs right help out. Like are not good See? for eczema. You're no, good it, for eczema. It, it flared up. Yeah. No, you're so lame. <laughs> you're white. <laughs> You coconut. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I stopped that and I started to take CBD oil, you know, just 50, 50 milligrams in the morning, 50 at night. And, and I CBD. started, I'm sorry, go ahead. I started to see a difference. I, I told my mom before I left today, I was like, mom, I actually, I feel a difference. My body doesn't feel as flared up, as rashy as it has like it's been after I started to get off these steroids. So this anti-inflammatory diet that I'm on right now, it's basically looking into more whole foods, more fruit, more vegetables, uh, more fish rather than red meats, and more, I guess, natural carbs like quinoa, brown rice. What about like bread is a big one. I know that bread I, and wheat is, actually, is, is bad for inflammation regardless. I, I stopped eating bread. I like I kind of cut it, which kind of sucks because <laughs> Red Robin – but <laughs> that's fine, bro. Well, once in a while, don't worry. Yeah, every once in a while. And and so it's like I started. I honestly, you know, one of my favorite lunches is like chicken quinoa and like some hot sauce and an avocado, and fire, just absolute straight gas, bro. Yeah, straight gas. <laughs> ten straight out of ten. Gas. Try it. And so definitely health and fitness is one thing because I'm a scrawny, scrawny Oops. little Mick. Iceberg, iceberg. I'm a, I'm a skinny. I'm an ice cube right now. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I want to pack on some muscle in a in a good way because you know I I like to stay in shape for when I'm older. Kind of get a routine down while I'm young. So while I get older, you know, I can play with my kids and and have fun activities. You know, in my late roaring twenties. But um, <laughs> well, and we'll touch we'll touch base on it later. But yeah, well. Well, it's it's discipline, mm -hmm. you know, discipline and, and being disciplined in what it is that you in your diet and, and what's yep. going to help you in your life. And mm -hmm. there was a quote that I heard and we'll, we'll bring it up again later. Um, but it's, you know, discipline is it's just choosing between what you want now and what you want most. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you want that you want that diet, you want that structure to your life to where it's going to benefit you and your kids and everybody in the oh, future yeah, because you know a big part of it was i would just kind of depend on steroid cream and and medicine to kind of fix this when i never really 
took a step back and said, shit, maybe it's something I'm doing. Yeah. Maybe it's something that I, I, I'm just so stupid and I'm not taking the time to do my own research, which, you know, I, I didn't have to, I made an, an appointment. Ignorant. Yeah. It's ignorant. <laughs> I made an appointment with my dermatologist and that's, that's next month. So I would have had to wait a full two months and it's just like, I want to go up to her and be like, you know what? I fixed it without your help. Me. Yeah. Me. All me. By myself. So it's like <laughs> something some like that, which, which kind of sparked my interest more and more to where it's like, you know, if you want to kind of get something done, if you want to figure something out for yourself, you could do it. You don't have to go up like just with everything with health or something in school or like. I mean, obviously, kinda... obviously, you have a broke ass fucking leg. Go to the doctor. No, yeah, if you have that, <laughs> I'm just nah, bro, you can splint it. Yeah, you, you can splint it. I'm gonna pour milk on it. <laughs> Eggs. Eggs are the factor. <laughs> but um, the Josh, we were we were talking about it at work the other day, kind of mm-hmm. like we always do when it's slow as fuck because no one's coming in the door. Gang. Except oh, that was yes. Yeah. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but we were talking about it. We were talking about it, and and like you brought up earlier, how. We were just all kind of sitting down, and mm-hmm. I get on I, I get on on this guy over here, the Schmedium Santi over here, because I I just want him to know that someone here is one like it's it's trying to push him, yeah. It's trying to push him, and and he needs to have someone hold him accountable besides himself, mm-hmm. and and that's why I got frustrated and then asked you the question. It was like, yeah. what it is, uh, you know, what is it that you want to do? Because you and I, like we, we've never really had the conversation. You hear us talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. We've never had the conversation, but um, but yeah, you you definitely you definitely took a minute. You took a, you, you took several minutes to several minutes come a up, lot of yeah, yelling to come up with something, come up with something, some sort of some sort of an answer. So yeah, some sort of answer. And and all I remember you saying was that you want to do something for other people, right? And, you know, it's, it's weird. It's weird how everybody that's sitting at this table has some sort of, has some sort of passion for helping other people. Mm -hmm. See, so whether it's through, you know, whether, whether it's through music or direct charity, like, you know, like, like Shmedium Santi over there wants to do, whether it's through weightlifting or, podcast podcast like mm-hmm. something that you know when i'm doing and when i'm on it eventually how i would like to put a book out or go on on circuit and be a motivational speaker or something like that that was right. something that you actually said that you want to do oh yeah and then we just kind of thought about it a little bit more it's like where's your proof <laughs> <laughs> but i'm um, done i got out of bed this morning but that uh, was tough <laughs> but you you said you know i don't know how it was do you remember how it was that we got to the fact that you wanted to do comedy cuz you were just like you were like what do you what do you like and i was like i mean kind of like i like that idea of a stand up comic and you got you go that's it that's what you're going to do i could see more than anyone i've ever met i could see you doing that that's what happened i said you got the body type for it and i was like <laughs> all right <laughs> just some tall like, tall white dude nerd <laughs> irish guy yeah tall mick Oh my gosh, guys! They're gonna ban me, and they're gonna ban me in certain places. Um, I'm sorry. Oh jeez. 
it's not that bad. So it's there's like, a there's a show on there's a show on Fox about it, you know, yeah. about about the Mick. Yeah. Um. So it's like stuff like stuff like that, and that's what I was telling Santiago on the way here. I was like, I'm I'm actually glad that like we have conversations like that. I was like, because honestly, no, the only person that I have conversations like that is with Santiago. It's like no one ever really presses it or pushes it or like kind of gets in your face, and it's like. What do you want to do? And if you're like you like, oh, I don't know. I'll just wait until it comes up. It's like, then it's too late. I looked up like stand up, like starting up as a stand up comic, and it was Bill Burr saying that this like successful six figure like businessman was like, oh, like I I kind of felt like I wasted away my early years and like I could have been pretty good at it and everything. He's like, so what should I do? He's like, all right, well, stand up comedy it sucks like it's hard it's tough you you want to cry you want to like you you just want to quit all the time it's it's a low five figures he's like but it's so rewarding and the better you get at it you're you're enjoying it more and more and he was like so what you got to do is you got to keep that that well-paying job so you don't lose your family and your sanity and you're going to do some shows on the on the low they're going to do them at night you're going to get that you know, that five low five figure salary or check or whatever and tack that onto your six figures. But he's like, if you start at like at a young age, you could build up to be something good with it. But if you start out too late, you're gonna blow it. If you if you waste away your your perfectly comfortable job, you're gonna blow it. Because you're not gonna like where it's taking you. But if you start out from nothing and you work your way up, that's how it's gonna work. So it's like, you know, it's crazy how we think about stuff like this at two 20-year-olds and a 22-year-old to where it's like the ambition and it's like the drive. I mean, it's like, I, I, think, I think we just don't want to, we don't want to waste our life. No. You know, going back to Rocky in that, in that single scene, and I, I brought it up with you on the way here too, mm-hmm. just talking about how, who, uh, who was the owner of the, of the, it's like, the, the club? Of what club? Of, uh, of, of the club. The really old guy who oh, trains Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it's Mickey. <laughs> was it Mickey? Yeah. Oh shoot, Mick. But yeah, no, it was Mickey. Um, because what? I mean, Rocky went in, and you know, Mickey told him that there was there was someone who swing like you know came by and left him a little note and everything, and and he was talking about how he's working this crap job now, and you know, Rocky responds with it's a living, but Mickey responds back with it's a waste of life. Yeah, I think we have. Oh, because Rocky, Rocky himself, he was a... Uh, he was like making pizzas, right? He, no, he no, was no, no. Uh, he's a debt collector. He's like collector, a gangster. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, like, yeah. So, yeah, like you said, he was, bur- he was breaking necks, snap... Or, no, no, no. Break, breaking necks, snapping neck, checks. Snapping checks. <laughs> no, it's breaking <laughs> checks, snapping necks, but... Uh, whatever it is. Snapping... So wait. Mix it up. Oh, no, snapping necks and cashing checks. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. But yeah, so I think I don't know. I think I think we've been blessed though with the fact that yeah, we've we've come across each other and we've and we've actually been able to, I guess, figure out what yeah. that means to us. Really, it kind of it kind of dawned on me right now. It's like I got friends in college to where they're in the same place, and it's like they're just going there to go. Like I I always took college as like okay, like I'm gonna make my degree my backup plan because it's comfortable. It's something that I could depend on. But at the same time, I only thought about starting getting out there with whatever I wanted to do passionately after I graduated. So that's like 22 years old. That's two years gone. That's so our, a total of four years gone. Yeah. To where it's like I could, I could start now 
continue to go to school, but work around it. And if things look good, I can always come back. I could take a semester off, see where I want to do. That's what we talked about, though. It's like you can always go back to school. You can always get another shitty job. You can always do that. I think – and I think we're we're focusing on on the fact that we are young uh, as as a benefit. And definitely, I mean, when you think of time as – when you think of time as a resource like Interstellar, (laughs) when you think of time as a resource, you know – we do have a lot of time, but there are people out there who don't have a lot of time or they have less time and they have responsibilities and mm-hmm. it, 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 in no way, shape or form, in no way, shape or form does it take away from the fact that they can do what it is that they want to do. Right. It's, it's, it's all about, it's all, it's really all about taking a chance. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really it's really difficult but all all those hitters out there that are you know older than older than we are there's i know it's and it's easier said than done but there's there's and obviously we're not i'm not telling you to go out and quit your job to start stand up comedy when you have a you know when you have a family, you have a family you have responsibilities responsibility, yeah. but there's nothing stopping you from there's nothing stopping you from learning from the ground up. Yeah. There's nothing stopping you from from doing something extra in the direction that you want to go to see what that would turn out. You know what 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 that would turn into. <laughs> right. I think I, I spoke to I spoke to spoke to my friend Kyle earlier. Um, and I'll have him on the show one time. He's he he runs this company called American Viking, and and they they do a lot with mental health. But him and I were just talking about how how uh i i had a pr i had a personal best on on push press today at like 155 times two and last week i hit hit 150 for one for a pr mm. so i like hit five more kilos and hit it for two so obviously it's I'm a lot stronger than i think i am and he's a strong man he's a strong man he was looking at what i was doing he was looking at my footwork and he's like I almost died on like I almost I, I my back was like my back was breaking I was I was losing it and I was gonna fall forward and and uh, and I told him he's like I like I like it's like I love watching I love watching that footwork and I was like yeah until I die <laughs> he goes everyone dies everyone dies and then I said uh, I told him that weightlifting is gonna kill me uh, but I'll be okay with that. And then he said that there are worse ways to die. There are worse ways to die than doing the thing that you love. So to everybody out there, you know, to everybody out there who has those responsibilities and has those things that they are working on right now, no one's telling you you can't do it. No one's telling you you can't go out and, and learn. And no one's stopping you from learning. And if, and if, if, if it's, somebody in your life that's that's stopping you telling you no i don't know you might want to you you might want to revisit prioritize you might want to reprioritize you want to you want to figure out what those you want to figure out what those what those notebooks are of your life you know mm. when you break down when you break down your life sick analogy sick <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, Josh, so we ended up talking about comedy. We ended up talking about how you want to do stand-up comedy. Yes. And then I asked you, you know, I asked you what it is. Well, how do you, how can you start 
how can you do it? Right. How, what, what, what can you do now to get you in that position? So I, I said that as soon as school starts back up, uh, very shortly that what I could do is I actually met with the improv comedy club and I kind of was like, at first, this is, this is my answer. She's like, oh, have you ever done improv before? I was like, oh, yeah, all the time. She's like, when? I was like, in class where I don't know an answer. And I was like, ha, I kill it at this shit. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, oh, okay, that's not what we're going to leave. She was, like, she was like, <laughs> she was like, all right, leave. So I'm going to go up there again. Hopefully she doesn't remember me. My smart ass. And like, this fucking guy. Just like a picture of me. And, um, I'll say that, you know, I want, I want to join. I want to try to get this thing started. And so from there, you know, start that up, go a semester, try to try to during the semester on like the weekend or something, go see like a live improv show, maybe try to see what down, like what's down in San Diego for like clubs and everything actually get like some firsthand experience on like what they, what they look like, how they do, how a crowd reacts and everything. And then hopefully by Win a break, try to go do my own. Remember, try, yeah. Remember, you're gonna suck. No, yeah, for, absolutely. I'm. You're I'm gonna so suck for a really like, long time. I I said Everyone something sucks. in the car today, and it was quiet. And I went, <laughs> I went, boop, boop, on the stereo. I was like, all right, so what's next? I was like, wow, that that didn't hit worth a shit. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, that it, hurt. It was but like it 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 goes to music. I remember watching um some on Dylan Francis. It's like, what what do you do if People don't aren't dancing near set. And he's like, that hurts. But it comes back to, you know, everyone starts at a place to where you you don't know what you're doing. You got to start from the ground up and kind of working at my previous job. I had to figure that out. I, he said, there is no script. There is nothing that we could teach you, how you can interact with people. It's all going to be through you. And within weeks learn uh working there i was easily becoming one of the favorites because i actually gave a shit about these people i i would have an honest conversation to where my coworker got mad at me because what was the you did i was a bellman so i was i was a bellman for about seven months and that had a lot of great benefits besides sleep deprivation (laughs) um i i learned to have the confidence to to start to spark up conversation even though it's my job to kind of talk I really don't have to talk. I can go to, to help you to your room silent. And I just, I took the job because I wanted to help people. I wanted to talk with people all day. I wanted to know people. So after that, you know, seven months go by and I, I saw how people started to remember me. One lady who I helped her my third day working there, four months down the line, she goes, oh, do you remember me? I was like, of course, of course I do. <laughs> And I just had zero clue who this woman was. She was like, yeah, I was here like your third day working. I was like, how stupid does that sound for me to remember you? you it was like a five-minute interaction, but I'll, whatever. Hey, she remembered you. Yeah, it, it was a good-looking kid. So I was she, ni- so <laughs> 19-year-old. It was 19-year-old. The oldest dude was 30. And everyone in between was just... She, nah. she wanted a little bit. She wanted a little bit of that Josh. I'll, I'll be honest. Working at hotels, some, uh, she wanted. She wanted some of that iceberg, she, she bro. She wanted, she wanted the tip wanted, of the iceberg. No, she wanted to see the ninety percent iceberg. <laughs> uh, Work, working in the hotel is weird, though. Like, I was offered to to drink. I was offered to do shots with some some marines, some vets, and which I thought was super cool. But it was a tequila shot. I've never had tequila. Still haven't because I'm underage. 
And um, <laughs> uh-huh. 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 and um, she instantly took that away. I was offered. I was offered sex. One one lady goes. So um, as a tip or like no she, she for more you? money for oh. more money she's like here's twenty if I give you more can you give me more I was like I get some extra ice I get you like another <laughs> another pillow like she's like what she's like mean? I don't think we're on the same page so I was like nope I got an extra twenty bucks and I left and I was like <laughs> she cute no oh. uh, it was it was wow. it was a okay, gamble so he's wow. prejudiced yeah you he's suck no asshole, I mean I, I I'll check this out I I said an old woman was hot once. She was, she was she was like weird. She goes, she goes, this is a bunch of hot old ladies. No, bro. no, no. She was, she was not. It was just like, it was like, oh, once you get, she's like, oh, once you get old, you get cold. I was like, yeah, but you're hot. And she was like, okay. I was like, shut up, break that fucking hip. Watch, watch, watch me. Trying to roundhouse your hip. Jeez. Okay, so I mean, and it's funny because I, I was thinking about it too, because there, there was a small part when. I had gotten hurt like when I had gotten hurt and I was thinking about like whether or not weightlifting was going to be the thing that I did because I was on it like I was really scared yeah. I was really scared about whether like I was going to come back from it and you know thank thank the Lord thank Satan thank you know whoever <laughs> whoever it is that you believe Baby in Baby Jesus and Tom Cruise <laughs> whoever it is that you believe in you know thank them but you know, I, I got at least majority of my wrist back. I'm still waiting, Satan. Um, but uh, I just I just remember listening to a lot of stand up. That's when I first got into podcasts too. I started listening to uh, Tom Segura's podcast, and we've we've listened to that a couple of times. And then I yeah. started listening to Bill Burr's podcast, and it, like that has really influenced like just the fact that I started doing a podcast like that and then yeah. joe rogan and all that kind of stuff but yeah i looked into i looked into doing stand-up and uh there used to be there used to be a, a comedy club out here and i was hoping that it was still here but it's not but um it's not and it's funny because in this day and age it's not you know to be a comedian to make people laugh you don't necessarily have to go out and do stand-up like no. you can you can do stuff on mm-hmm. instagram you can do stuff on on uh, YouTube. You can do stuff on on Twitter that that make people laugh and and you know the same way where you're thinking about charity. Mm-hmm. If you're making people laugh, you know that's that's where we. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Um, but you over there, bud, little medium schmanty. Chango. What a chango. That's right, chango. <laughs> chango. Right. That guy was cool. That guy was gnarly, man. That guy was chango. He was something. Chango over there. Um, what is it that you have to do? What do you have to do to to get to to get that bread? To get that bread, get that money, make that dough, make make my life worth it I more mean, than anything. I mean, bread can really mean anything. Yeah, like bread, bread could just mean more bread. Meal. Get that. Like bread That's, could just honestly is not bread. <laughs> it's bread, carbs. It's <laughs> bread could just mean like your satisfaction like your satisfaction cool. being happy definitely Pan definitely Dulce. dude Pan Dulce is bread that's bread yeah that's true that's true fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is pretty fire but um i'm figuring it out right now you know i'm you know definitely you've you've been there to kind of scold me and you know let me know that you're being an asshole pretty pretty much <laughs> but um but 
this year, I mean, I mean, just thinking about how I need a laptop to, to produce, to do something along those lines, you know, I, I definitely don't. I've, I've done what I could to, you know, I've started playing the keys a little bit more, um, trying to learn songs, trying to just, trying to listen, trying to listen and, and just gauge where it is, you know, because I did take a music course for unfortunately got a D in it but you know it was, that was more so because because there was an assignment D's get rather degrees. than you know degree starts with D I wish I wish that were the truth no, that's not the fact <laughs> that's Take not from me anyone yeah anyone who's who's listening who's trying to go to college that's not that's not how you get in <laughs> but um but just yeah just trying to have an ear out for it and man I'm I'm hungry just for I'm Lately, I have I haven't had a phone. I think we covered that on the last podcast, yeah. so I haven't been able to really. Get a phone. He, yeah, oh, he I'm, I'm working a, on it. He doesn't have a phone. He doesn't have a laptop to make music on. So he's got to do the old fucking fashion way and learn yeah. how to play some goddamn I'm, instruments I'm, I'm, real quick. I'm learning some instruments right now, so you know. Did I'm, you ever play an instrument? I played. No, I didn't. Recorder back in second grade. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I was hot at that shit, bro. I can still play fucking Yankee Shoot. Doodle Danny, bro. Yeah. I played I played trumpet and French horn. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I had to quit that before high school. I was like, this is not my life. Walking into basketball no, practice did, with but, your trumpet, bro. I was like I mean like I used hide it. To, um, like before like in middle school and high school like before middle school or before high school and middle school like I was a writer. I was like an mm-hmm. avid writer where I would like write poems and like just write stories and draw. So, Nerd. <laughs> that was good. Shut up. <laughs> Rose, but, it, it, but <laughs> oh, yeah, no, but I was Love doing that kind of, Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I was I was writing a lot and I was doing a lot of stuff and I, I had I had just uh, like I'd written books, I'd written <clears throat> books like small little books and drawn them in like kindergarten and like first grade, like full books and like stapled it all together, even though they were dog shit. And then in high, in middle <laughs> school, I I um I would draw comics, like yeah. I would draw comics and like just do comic books. My fucking main he's looking kid. like a like like Jonah Hill and in, in uh, just a bunch of just <laughs> 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 found this what do you call it? This journal of just. Just dicks, yeah. <laughs> dick journal. No, it, my my main character, his uh, his name was Pie Man, bro. Pie Man and Brownie Boy. I still remember that. Shit, bro. I dude, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Holy smokes, yeah. no I, way, dude. I put out comics, bro. Do you still have it, dude. Somewhere, there's somewhere around. Holy here. smokes, I remember reading them. Yeah, wow. But, it, but it's like what that's were, nuts, what their adventures. I just fighting fight uh fighting fucking bro because you always do <laughs> <laughs> just fighting back. fighting fighting gluten fighting, fighting. but beating kale's fighting ass cholesterol and shit. oh my gosh <laughs> beating down blood sugar and shit go <laughs> <laughs> wait <weight> diabetes <laughs> <laughs> no but like hey it's funny how that kind of stuff that i did before and we were talking about it too about how creativity how when you grow up and things start getting a little bit more real, your creativity yep. dies. I never thought I stopped thinking about yeah, being a comedian. It just goes away. in like 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 eighth grade freshman year, just because I was like I was like all right, like I can make people laugh, but like the the severity of it, I I just kind of it dwindled yeah, to well, where I, I everyone was like, oh, what do you want to do as a career? What did you? I was like, oh, fucking throw that card out, and yeah. it's like, oh. Sales. And then it's like, no, <laughs> that's true. Well, when you think about it, it's like, when do you have time? Like in high school, middle school, all you have is time to just fucking dick around and mm-hmm. and really not do much. Yeah. Like you, everything's taken care of for you. And honestly, like I can honestly say that, every, yeah, everything I mean, as as much as everything was taken care of for me and 
doing sports and all that stuff, like I, I still had a bunch of time yeah. and I never did anything with it. I was just focused solely on football and and just just being a fucking teenager. And that was the thing yeah. that yeah. it wasn't until afterwards, afterwards where I got kicked out and I had to get a job and all that stuff where it's, it's like, where do you have time for that now? Yeah. So now it's like the only thing that I have time for that I make time for is, is my weightlifting and this, mm-hmm. you know, but I would love to start writing again. I would love to start. I, I would love to read more. I love to do all that stuff. But, right. you know, I have to fucking drive an hour, be at work for eight hours yep. and drive back. And by the time I get home, it's like exhausted. Yeah. No, it's like, where's the day gone? Yeah. And again, time is a resource. Time is something you don't get back. And honestly, it's I, I can see what you mean by like, it's tough to get stuff done at, at work. It's like, yeah, we're just standing around, but at the same time, you're like, I just want to go. Like, yeah. I just want to get out. So it's like, you know. <laughs> it's 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 scary. Like, you know those days where you step outside, and that's the first time you step outside in eight hours or eight or, like, you might step out one time if you go to lunch, mm-hmm. but sometimes, sometimes you bring your lunch, you don't fucking step outside for oh, eight yeah. hours, and then you step outside and you feel you feel the uh you feel you're not sick anymore yeah you feel the air and it's, it's like oh it's god like yeah. oh there's the sun yeah oh no, uh, there's the moon there's, yeah yeah dude it's crazy it's great but yeah really like honestly sometimes real life kills your creativity and yeah. and oh it does cre- kill your creativity and and the people and i'm blessed to have something like this where i can just do this and I think I told you about you know the other jobs and stuff that I had where mm-hmm. I was the one the where I had to start doing like video production and yeah. and a previous podcast and it's like I have the freedom to do something like that I can be creative now so it's 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 fun when you get a when you get a hold of that so and for everybody out there you know even if you're creative or not it's don't don't lose that side of you you know you have to make time you definitely have to make the time to to do that kind of stuff to do that stuff that was fun for you as a kid you know but i guess the at the at the end of the day at the end of the day with with this comedy thing josh and and your music it's it's all about taking risk it's taking a risk and and the same thing with and i talked about it on the last podcast where yeah i'm getting that coaching certificate this or the going to the seminar in hopes to well i know i'm gonna get it because i'm gonna fucking do what i have to to get it yeah to get my you know my usaw level one and and at some point you know i leave where we're at now leave the job that we're at now Mm -hmm. to take a step forward in the direction and yeah i'm leaving you know i'm leaving a good spot i'm leaving a good spot to do something to obviously to make less money, but it's something I'd love to do. Yeah. So it's, what was it? We were looking at Instagram. We were looking at Instagram. I think Gary V popped up. Yes. He, Gary V popped up and he said, you know, if you're looking at this, if you're in college right now, if you're in college right now and you're looking at, if you're looking at this video and you're going to college for business and you just fucking racking up debt. Yep. Quit right now. <laughs> he's like obviously you need you know you need lawyers and doctors and all that stuff you know lawyers and doctors you need to go to school but if you're going for business like if you're going i guess you can kind of break it down like if you're going to college for business but if you're going to college for you know if you're going to college at the same time where your your journey is, is going to take you somewhere else where you don't even need it yeah why 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 are you there you know, and it's it's about taking risks. It's mm-hmm. about taking risks, the necessary risk, and it's about 
It's about getting out there and and trying to get that bread, trying to get that bread any way you bread. can. Yeah, whatever what, kind of bread, whatever kind of bread it is, whether it's you know gluten free, it's <laughs> potato bread, whatever, bro. You just need that. You need that 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 thing. You need to go out. No, yeah. And, and one thing that you said, you're like, you guys live comfortable. And and I was like, I was like, damn, like I'm. That's hard. I do that's, like it's that's, it's, it's, that's a tough yeah, pill to swallow. Hard damn it! To swallow. it but really like is. it's it's kind of like after after hearing it, and that's why like I appreciate you know our talks because it's like it's nitty gritty. It's fucking like ugh, I don't want to talk, but at the same time, <laughs> then you yell and you're like, fuck, I have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, yeah, like you, I I see too many people live comfortable to where it's like you know what? I've had friends that get in a car accident, they got a new car. They like I as soon as I started working, I started working because I, I, there was no I, I felt like a piece of shit just asking my parents, hey, can I have like some money? I'm going out tonight. Hey, can I do this? I was like, this is stupid. This is like almost pathetic. Yeah. And yeah. it's like you know what I I want it and I shit I still got I still know people that yeah, still slow. just yeah hundred percent still know people that it's like oh yeah like we're we're planning something for the future and it's like we want to do it one hundred percent by ourselves and it's like. Remember, it's it's a it's one thing to talk about it, yeah. But the other thing is to actually be about it, right? And and you know, after after you know making payments and everything, you know, I'm on I'm on the crumbs crumbs of the bank account right now. Back to the crumbs. It's all about bread. Yeah, bread crumbs. Bread. About the quinoa. Yeah, you had, quinoa you had toast, pieces. bro. You toasted that thing. That dude, my bank account's toast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, living comfortable. I. I I kind of like the the ambition of not living as comfortable. I I I like it in my head, but it's like I actually got fucking do it. I gotta yeah. I gotta get out there and be like shit. I don't like this right now. <laughs> and it's like have the I still have the opportunity to go back to my house and, and still be able to live under my parents' roof and and all that. And you know just just be and put in a an uncomfortable position on my own terms rather than. On someone else's, you know, I, I know in your case, it's like you, you had to like nut up. You had to kind of like get it together and be like, oh shit, like I kind of got to do this right now. But it's like for, for us, you know, we're still kind of just chilling, you know, on our own terms. So it's like, you know what? I I don't see why we, we couldn't put ourselves in the position of being like, fuck man, like we got to just do this. We got to just kind of nut up and kind of get fucking laughed at and get booed off stage or something and kind of just do it. Some no, some men are born great. Some men have greatness thrust upon them. That's that's the way you got to look at it. It's <clears throat> if there's one, uh, there was one thing that I heard. There's one thing I heard that it stuck out. It stuck out. It was it was no no good man has ever come from a has ever come from a a great home. You know. No good man has ever come from a great home. Yeah. Meaning, like, if you think about if you think about it through history, if you think about it through history, notoriously most kings, most princes, all kind of end up being a bunch of fuck boys because everything has they've just been spoon fed. <laughs> yeah. From a silver spoon, mm-hmm. they're being fed fucking caviar, you know, from goddamn sturgeons from Alaska, bro. <laughs> but you know, it's. <clears throat> If you think about it, if you think about it, you know, and it's it is if you are comfortable, if there's if there's no real struggle in there, then that's why we do sports. That's why mm-hmm. that's what sports teaches you. But that's another thing. That's what real life experience teaches you. That's what firsthand experience teaches you. Is like yeah. when you go out and do some shit like that. When you go out and get booed off stage, or when you 
are you know you you're you're on a team you're on a team and it's it's up to you you know it, there's there's different you're a team unit your whole team sucks your whole team's good or it's one of those things where it's like it's up to you bro like it's up to you and if you fuck it up like you're gonna learn real quick what it's like to be resilient or you're gonna learn you know what it is to crumble um but uh, i think I, I told you the thing that bill burr said about about uh the futon like that futon story where you know you're sitting there in bed with a wife that you don't really love with some kids and and, and a job that you don't love yeah you know when you're fantasizing about being on that futon again in your 20s and 30s yeah you know there's there's no risk to going after your dreams there's only risks about playing it safe oh, yeah. um, and, and like i was saying that that video that i watched on bill burr about the dude that's making six figures he's like i wish i could go back and and act on my my dreams when i was younger i had more energy and and all that and he was just like you can't you can't have that back you can't time's go back in time time's a resource but <laughs> at the same time it's like you're kind of like gary v gary v preaches how you're never too young to start doing something yeah we're too old to start doing something. yeah sorry never too old it's like or he's young. like he's or like young. oh no, you're here He's like, oh, you're know, he, he talks about being he talks about being young and dumb yeah. and not knowing like don't you don't have to know what he's like. Oh, you're know. in your 30s. Welcome to your 40s, and you're like, oh shit, and like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, taking risks is is definitely something that definitely something that we gotta that embody. we gotta, that we gotta talk about that that mm-hmm. you have to that you have to embody that you have to really be willing to do yeah. if. Uh, if you if you want to take steps forward and and um, if there's one thing that I've learned that I've learned from for the people around me it's it's there's one thing to take risks and then there's another thing to not take risks and this uh, this young hitter Santi over here he has a he has a conversation that he, he's he's going to talk about a, a conversation that he and and our grandfather had a little bit earlier about um something that kind of it's it's kind of funny in retrospect when you think about it how the interests are the are the same but uh what is it bro what what is it it's i mean it, it was it was just i mean my grandpa pulled me aside after i had just mentioned really that that you know i i wanted i want to make music and he he then asked me he's like hey what, what do you think about singing and I told him, you know, I don't, I don't think I have the greatest voice, but that's not true, bro. I've heard, but, him, I've heard him sing something. I mean, he, just, he, just, <laughs> he just need to practice, bro. He just if, need to practice. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, we'll we'll see. You know, we'll see. You know, given good time, and you know, when I, you know, I just I just need to get there. But this this story he told me was really about an opportunity that was missed, um, and he he just really wanted to ensure that you know i understand what it is to to pursue after something to persevere and he he was telling me that you know when he worked uh back in mexico city he was uh he saw that there was some competition he he had explained it kind of similar to what we know as like the voice over here in the states and um he he went you know he participated and it, it was funny he was talking about how there was a bell for, that they would ring when they wanted you off the stage, so pretty much they're kicking you off. Mm-hmm. And um, and he got up there and he started singing, 
but along the lines, he, he actually he bombed, <laughs> and he forgot the words, the lyrics to the song that he was singing, and so, you know, immediately that, that bell just started ringing, that bell just started going off, and, you know, it was, it sucked for him, but he got off the stage, and there was actually a man who was, who was waiting for him off the stage, and gave him a pretty much a business card with an address on it, um, and he, he told my grandpa, he's like, hey, I do really see potential, and I want you to swing by this address. We're going to see about, you know, getting those vocals up and pretty much just figuring out, you know, if we can if we can get you signed, if we can get you up to that level that we want you to be at. And and so he uh, he actually didn't take that opportunity. He, he sat there and, you know, he didn't think that he was good enough and he, he was a shy guy. You know what I mean? And, you know, for all you shy guys out there, you got to, you just got to get out there. Don't say that. That's mean. That's <laughs> got to be a hitter. But you just, you just got to, you just got to, I mean, we, we constantly talk about taking risks and, you know, it's always, if that's, if that's the biggest risk that there is for you, I'm going to tell you, you know, it's, I mean, what's, what's the worst that can happen is, you know, you get told no or whatever whatever it may be man it's yeah. just it's just you gotta you gotta get out there so you know that was an opportunity missed and i i explained to to uh to the boy the big boy c over here just explaining how what what about if what if what if he had taken that opportunity what if he had capitalized on that and what, what would come of us i think it's different i i think <clears throat> I don't know. Like I'm, I'm personally, like I said, I'm personally in, invested in the thought that, yeah, that everything happens for a reason, whether it's God, whether it's you know Satan, whether it's Zeus, whoever it is, whoever it is that's uh that's sitting there controlling the tides. You know, obviously, obviously, Grandpa didn't do it for a reason. Now, whatever reason that is his own, and whatever came of it has, has spawned us. So on one hand, I mean, on one hand, it's like, if, if I mean, have, have you guys seen Coco? Yes. Oh, plenty of times. Yeah. A plethora. Yeah, yeah, a plethora. A, a lot of times. Of times. <laughs> uh, so like the uh, the spoiler alert. <laughs> I just gotta give it a second. Let everyone log off if they oh, haven't. Skip yeah. forward. Um, but you know he's the. Fuck! I, it's the worst spoiler ever because I don't know their names, but the guy, the the main character, like the kid, and then he finds out like that if if he found out that that one guy was thinking that it was his grandpa, thinking that it was his grandpa, the big the the dead one, the big dead one, the big superstar. The, yeah. Um, now just imagine what his life would have been if you know if if that if that money was there, if that status was there, if that family was there, um, just think about all of that. Like his life would be completely different and he maybe wouldn't be into music or maybe he wouldn't be. Cause it's like, it's all there. Definitely. Like, yeah. like kids, and... kids tend to want to do the opposite, you know? Yeah. So if, if grandpa would have done it and he would have taken that step and, and would have pursued that and something good would come out of it, uh, maybe we're not here. Maybe we're not here. And that's the point. That's that's where it's. I think it's just it. It really hit me. Really hit me hard, you know. And and. But think about know, the other side. It was. 
What about the other side? So the other side is, the other side is, if because he didn't do it, because he didn't do it. Well, it's it's yeah, it's we're here. We're, it would it would be a shame if we were to not do what it exactly. is that we loved. We learn Ex- exactly. We learn from from that experience. We learn from what it is that he did. He didn't do that it. He didn't do. Yeah. He didn't do it. So, fucking how many years down the road? Forty. 50 years his second oldest male grandson who's involved in music who wants to be involved in music can ask his grandpa and have him take and have him tell him that story and be like hey like i didn't do it now you should fuck it do it balls to the walls balls to the walls bro yeah man balls to the walls okay so I got a. I, I have. I have another. I have another guest coming in, to to touch on that. To touch on that little story, um, with his personal story. Let's see if he's available. Let's see. Let's see if he's if he's ready. Oh, it didn't do it. <clears throat> like I said, you have to be like this. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back from that momentary pause. Okay, so the gaucho's back. The the gaucho's back. He's here. He's here. I don't know why he's trying to throw these headphones on. None of them are connected, but here. It's because I want to hear myself. There you, you go. See yourself. Yeah, I can hear myself. I know. Okay, it's great. Um, we just talked about. Uh, we just talked about Santiago, Santiago, and my grandfather on you know on our side, not your side. That's your your divorced your divorced wife's side. You hate her, right? Right. Say it. Say it. Put it out there. I don't know what you're talking about. It's been so many years. I, I was married. I didn't even know that. I, um, I forgot. But we were talking about how there was a. It's just funny in a in a weird in a weird time sort of way where it's just kind of ironic. But you know, Santiago is invested in music. He wants to get into music, and then we have our grandfather. Back in the day, you know, he goes to he goes to a, a competition. Uh, for music to sing kind of like American Idol kind of like the voice that kind of stuff and then they're like you suck get the fuck out of here right and then some guy offers him a card right and is like hey we want you to get better right. and then grandpa didn't take that opportunity and you know where could his life have been if it had and if it hadn't um, but I know that you have a similar story and I know that it's it's could be powerful to people who are listening to it and uh, from your standpoint, what is that thing that happened to that happened? What what did you do? Well, um, well, I think in, in particular the the issue that that happened is it's, I think we were talking about missed opportunities, right? And where if you would have said not taking a risk, missed opportunities, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it, gosh, it was almost twenty years ago or twenty years ago. I remember I went on a uh, on a trip. With with my dad and my brother, we ended up going to I think we ended up going to some I don't know Florida or something like that, and anywhere that I remember traveling to, I would always carry books with me at the time. Now it's all digital, but at the time I would carry books, physical physical books that I would open up and read. And I remember on the way back from one of the trips, I had and this was back in nineteen probably it was like nineteen eighty eight ninety nine or something like that. All right, I had bought in a book. From the bookstore, you guys, everybody remembers bookstores. Barnes and Noble still big thing. <laughs> yeah, it bro. is. It's still around. But 
I ended up buying a book on e-commerce. You're only 42. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seems like a long time ago. It was a book on e-commerce. So it was a business book. It was a book on e-commerce. And I remember that I was reading the book and this lady next to me was kind of like interested about what I was reading. She said, what is that? And I said, it's, it's e-commerce. You know, it's, it's like going to be the big, what? On the plane? Yeah. Or in the bookstore? On the plane. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got the book from the bookstore and I was reading it on the plane. Is that clear? Yes. All right. So the lady, you know, you sit next to some people on the plane. So she was kind of like, what is that? And I explained to her, I said, it's this cool book about e-commerce. Like it's a business book. I'm interested in business and I'm interested in the internet, whatever this is. I wasn't even sure what it was yet. And I'm like, this is just seems a little exciting and blah, blah, blah. And she was kind of like, wow, you seem very passionate about what you're saying. And, she goes, how about this? How about I give me your information? And I like to get together with my husband also. And we could discuss, you know, maybe a, something regarding the business on, on, of, on the Internet. And I said, great. And so, you know, who that lady was uh, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> ex-wife. I'm like, I was going to say that next. No, uh, I'm funny. I'm funny, bro. I'm funny. And quicker. Really? Yeah. You just interrupted my story. <sighs> Anything else you would like to intro before I continue? Go continue. All right, thanks. <laughs> and so the lady ends up calling me probably a week later or so. Why is it always a week? It's probably like, a, I don't know, three days. But people always say a week. I'll go with the week. It was a week. Several and, hours later. And I remember, <laughs> I remember. Uh, I don't know what I was doing or something. Where the, She called. And so I remember somebody... I told somebody, I think it was my sister or something at the time. Uh, I said, just take a message. And <laughs> my sister comes back and says, the lady said that this is only a one-time opportunity type of thing. And uh, something about, something inside me prevented me from like, oh, I don't want to deal with this type of thing. So I, I said, just take a message. That was it. That was the last time I ever heard from that lady, and I, I didn't have her information. So she had just contacted me because I gave her, her my information. And so she contacted, contacted me, and I, was, I sat there, obviously, year, years later. I mean, at the time, I really didn't even think about it because I was like, oh, I'm trying to avoid it. And after a while, I said, well, I don't know who she, you know, who she was. You know who that lady who, was? Who knows? Melinda Gates. <laughs> Steve Jobs' wife. <laughs> Steve Jobs uh, didn't have a wife. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He didn't like her. No, no, he did have a wife. <laughs> he didn't. He got like, married. He didn't later. like her though. Oh my gosh, you're talking about somebody else. All right. So, anyway, anyways, the point the point is that those are the missed opportunity type of things where it's like I didn't know what it could have been. Right? What could have transpired from that interaction? And those are the things that every single day people are interacting with somebody. Right? Everybody's interacting with somebody. You're meeting somebody somehow, some way, and you don't know how that person, if there's an opportunity for something, and even you know business or relationships, doesn't matter, but you don't know where that could go. Put your phone down. I think that's a big one because I, I, I got to say, after after having not having not a phone having a for phone? these last two weeks, dude, I've I've talked to so many more people really? than I have. Really? Have. Yeah. Ah, it's it's pretty, like, because, I mean, think about that, like, like, I mean, I was standing in line at like a clinic and it was just like, oh, what am I going to do? There was a line and it was like, exactly like, why would I talk to someone? Gosh, man. <laughs> like, you, you know, have so to, it's you have like, to look up. What? Yeah, man, it was just crazy. It was just crazy. So I think, I think that's a huge tip for people though. 
Put your phone down. Well, that was the one of the first things, like, before I started my first day in college, it was, I stumbled upon this video, and it's like, you want to do something that's going to, that's going to make a difference in your college career? Put down your phone. Put down your phone when you're walking around. Put down your phone when you get into class and all that. And I was like, I was like, okay, like, maybe I'll give it a shot. So my first, first class, everyone walks in, sits down immediately on their phone, checking social media, all that. And I was like sitting there, just kind of like, all right, I want to check my phone too, but I'm going to talk to this random person right next to me and <laughs> hopefully make a friend. And she became one of my, my friends. I'm still friends to the, like this day. And I was like, all right, like this is how it's going to be done. And if I, if you walk on campus, you see how many people are on their phones putting down. I've tried to make eye contact with people, not to be like weird because <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses, but like, but like at the same time, like they would, you, they would look at you and immediately look down. And I've done it too. There's been times where it's like, all right, I just want to not have this moment. But that's it's it's crazy how many people don't want to talk nowadays. To where even working as a bellman, you know, there'd be times where it's kinda of like poking the bear and and people just don't want to talk. You know, they'll be like having a bad day or something. Like one of my biggest stories was this woman didn't want to talk. By the end of a fifteen minute conversation, she told me so much about her personal life that I was like Damn, walking in here 15 minutes ago, I would have not guessed this is what you're going through right now. It's just crazy. That's the one I wanted to have sex with you, right? It was not. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks. For She's like, I'll give you 40 <laughs> for uh, for that iceberg, for the Mick, for mini Mick. <laughs> no, you know, and, and that's that's interesting about about that comment about the, uh, the phone thing. I've snuck up on Bailey a couple of times, and she's been on her phone. And she's like, stop sneaking up on me. I'm like, you know how easy it could be to just like, just murder just you. kill you. Done. <laughs> you're done just right murder now. you right now. Because you're so into your phone about what's happening on, on Instagram. That's that a serial killer just... thing to say, bro. <laughs> you know how easy it would be for me to snap your fucking neck you know, right now? You know how easy to sneak up on you? No, I'll hey, so, something to touch on before before I head out. Because I guess that was it. That was all you needed. That's all I needed you for. Um, was something regarding what Santiago was saying was uh, about your grandpa. So my dad, he he talks about. So not wait, not our grandpa, not our but grandpa, our my grandpa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, he he talks about uh, something that happened to him in his mid uh, early to mid twenties. He was he was going to school to be a DJ at the time, so a disc jockey, right? Playing radio, playing. Uh, uh, you know, on the radio and stuff like that, and he was actually at, if I recall, SDSU in San Diego, right? So he was kind of attending the school about that and so on and so on. And he had somebody that was kind of like a mentor that was there and said, "Hey, man, you know, I I could help you out with a little bit of this and a little bit of that." And he ended up going to school and he got his his, his certificate to to be a DJ. Um, the one thing that I recall him telling me is. Because I asked him, I said, hey, what happened? You know, how come how come you didn't pursue being a DJ or, or further the education? And at the time, he said that his his mom, okay, and this is where the parents come into play. His mom said, why are you even bothering with that? Like, you're already old. And he was only in his early, you know, mid-20s, early 20s, mid-20s. And it's like that completely sent him to another place. Place that he didn't want to be. Basically, he wanted to be a DJ, and he he liked talking on the radio. He had a voice for the radio and stuff like that. So it's funny that I've, I've done podcasts and you've done a podcast, kid. But that is funny. Those are the interesting things that you if you let if you're if you're not if you don't have a conviction for the things that you're after, 
anything will derail what it, what it is that you're trying to go after. You know, then I guess I guess it's discipline, really. So discipline is the thing that you need. So some sort of discipline, either if it's in your convictions, you need to be disciplined in your convictions so you can't let your mind wander. You have to be disciplined in your actions. You have to be disciplined in, you know, in your goals. Well, well I think on, on – well, the discipline helps, obviously. But uh, first and foremost, the number one thing you have to have is – the know-how and the knowing of saying this is what I know I want and I'm going after it, kind of like Pixar. You guys know Pixar, right? The story of Pixar, John Lasseter. John Lasseter, the the guy who one of the guys that came up with the Pixar company. His one thing since he was young was I am going to be an animator. That was his that was his number one thing. And another thing, so another personal thing about myself is I remember being a kid and saying I want to go work for Disney because I wanted to draw. And you know what? I let my my own my parents derail that because they said you can't make money off being an artist. I didn't care about the money, I care about the art, and who knows where that would have gone with computers and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So again, look, us parents, we'll fuck you up as kids. <laughs> Period. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. We'll fuck you up, and if you if you're uh, uh, most likely whoever's listening to this is the child of somebody, your parents have probably fucked you up. And you will continue to let your parents fuck you up until you start making decisions on your own and start saying, this is what I got to do, and this is what I'm going to do. I don't think it's fuck you up. I think okay, it's... Okay, well, that's no, a straightforward... Yeah, yeah, you know what threat? I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, okay. I'll fuck you up. You <laughs> those fuck you up. Okay, fuck you up mentally where if you don't do the things that you want to do and you do the parent, the things you want you, your parents basically want you to do, you will hate yourself if you're that kind of person. For years and years and years and years down the road. Now, the one thing that I, I'm done different with you is you got to figure out what you're passionate about but, and just go after it. Who gives a shit about what anybody says out there? Self-help. Oh, you're going to find your passion. You could, look, find whatever drives you. Whatever drives it. You have to wake up in the morning. Do you understand that? You got to wake up in the morning being you. Like we already talked about that. Being you. You have to live with yourself. You got to go to bed you with yourself. You have to go with yourself. With, yeah, exactly. And and whatever fills your day, you have to be proud of that. You have to be. Because, man, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to work and I'm drained. See, it's and not, it's not just, in a good it's way. It's not just us. No. I, it's, it's everybody. It's a lot of people. A lot of people go through this. So, See, anyways, so that's two, the got to so, have the discipline to work on your craft, though. Two mm-hmm. things. Two things. One, I think you're projecting. I think you're projecting. Well, you're projecting a lot. You're projecting, you're projecting a lot, but I, I think it's, it's good. And then two, again, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fucking you up. I think it's they skew your way of thinking. Yeah. Parents skew your way of thinking because of the way that they were raised, and that's just that's the problem with. I mean, that's just a problem with with. You know, you have something bad happen down the line because grandpa could have went and told you grandpa could have went and told that story to like your mom. And then like your mom is invested in music. He's like, don't fucking do that. And then you like music or you never even think about music because your mom's always like, I hate music. You know, that's that's the kind of shit kind of like I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Rich Asians. (laughs) I was watching yesterday about how the um I'm not a hundred percent versed on Asian culture. I, my experience is brazy rich Asians, <laughs> but, um, she had the, the, the mother said that Americans have a very peculiar way of thinking where they think about their happiness 
and they think about their happiness over family, you know, over their over their own family. And in Asian culture, it's about doing something bigger as a whole, building things that last. And it's like the big problem is, is like the son is having a, a dilemma on do I marry this woman or do I, you know, do I stick with my family? And, and it's putting him in a bad spot because it's like he's kind of torn between he loves his family, but he loves this girl more. I'm not going to spoil it for everybody, but <laughs> um, but that's the kind of thing. It's like parents will skew your way of thinking and sometimes they'll do it. They'll do it inadvertently. Like sometimes they'll do it subconsciously. You know, I think I think it's just I think it's out of love. I mean, what more do you want for your child? But for them the to best exactly yeah. so it's like i mean if if something does seem risky then i mean tell them to go the safe route you know we've been talking about the safe route not taking chances you know so i i mean heck it, it's just it's just got to be come down to your conviction what it is that you want to do i mean yeah it's you know you just have to i'm i'm sure the majority of parents you know there are those those parents that won't accept it but i mean yeah they're, they're going to accept the fact that you want to do what, what makes you happy, yeah, I my, think, for the most part. My parents, definitely, they asked me that. It's where, before I went over for spring break, they were saying, like, oh, do you even want to stay in school? Do you want to do a trade? Do you want to drop out and just work and all that? And in my in my mind, I was like, there's a right answer here. And it's, yes, I want to stay in school. But, like, if they asked me that now, it'd be like, you know what? I wouldn't be opposed to taking a semester off and seeing where it goes. I wouldn't be opposed to to seeing, you know, if I really took, you know, six months, six, seven months to figure w- what I wanted to do for this, for this, um, this pursuance of comedy. It's like, I, I, I don't know what they would say. Cause like I said, I, I, I said to my little sister and she laughed at me and I was like, have you told them you want to do comedy? Yes. Really? Have you yes. to- have you told him yet? Not yet. No. No. I I I felt that it was it was pretty cool to tell my little sister, just because she was awake at the moment, and I felt like if I told someone that I would feel more told someone other than just us that'd be like okay like hey, this is what the future has to come, rather than it'd be like like all right like I'm gonna wait and then once I start doing the improv class or if I started like why are you going out on Saturday nights all the time what are you up to. I'm going to see comedy shows, and then it's like <laughs> and this this man's doing drugs. Like, so it's like it's 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 not going to come out of nowhere, but it's like you know, I I want it to come at a slow pace and to see you know if things start get going. I tell my parents, hey, you know, I'm I'm doing a show. It'd be like, you you're, serious? You're, yeah, you're like, putting it out there in the universe. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. And I I didn't want to regret it because i was like you know what i feel that if i just came home like it was a normal day at work it wasn't a normal day at work i just had a fucking epiphany of what i wanted to do so wait how old are you 20 they're both the same age they're mm-hmm. went to right. high school together. well, uh, well let me I'll, tell you well t- look this guy right here yeah. this guy has done like that I, comedy I've club done was there. stand-up He's, comedy so yeah. i'll tell you right now the earlier you do it the better right don't don't wait right yeah. i i did it like gosh what is it four years ago now yeah I did it four years ago, and forever I wanted to get into it too. Like since I was young, right? Mm-hmm. But we go back to the same thing about, oh, am I am I funny enough? Am I this and that? You won't know. You won't know that you're either funny or not until you get up on stage and you work on the material that you do. And everybody that's ever said about comedy is, you you can't you can't you have to perform in front of people. Period. Right. You have to get in front of people and see if the material works, mm-hmm. and if 
you're able to be a comic, right? Because yeah. that's the way it works. So the earlier you do it, the more you do it, the better. Like, just get out there and start doing it. Like, don't even, Definitely. Don't even think about it. Just, well, actually, you got to think about it. But <laughs> bottom line is just, like, go out there and do it. Don't, anybody, anything, just do it. Yeah. Too much. We were talking about the overanalyzing thing, right? Analysis, yeah. paralysis, paralysis by analysis. Paralysis by analysis. There is something, yeah, it, it does exist where you think too much. And that prevents you from doing jack. But that's what discipline is. That's what that's what having sure. discipline is. Of course, of course, you're no doubt about it. And well, what, what's discipline to get you to do something right, even would, though you don't want to? Discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. That's what discipline is. That, that's that's what we believe. This oh, at least we agree. Hey, what's upon the definition it? of discipline in the dictionary? Look it up. <sighs> Just find it. Dictionary. Hey. Right. I'm gonna use the actual. Right, use the actual, actual goddamn book. <laughs> How do we do All this? Right, How good. do I? Even All right, look it up. D. I can't fucking <laughs> swipe on this shit, bro. This D. Is weird. Can't. Scroll, Discipline. scroll, Discipline. damn it. Oh my god. Oh, no, okay. man, but that's good. Though. Oh, I found it. You found it. What is it? Training to act in accordance with rules, a regimen that develops or improves a skill. Ooh, regimen right there. See, I like that. Regimen and punishment inflicted by way of correction and training. Behavior in accord with rules or of conduct. A branch of instruction or learning. A system of rules. Uh, to train by instruction and exercise. To bring under control. To punish. Those are all the definitions. But what was the cool the, one? The keyword is a regimen. Yeah, a regimen that develops or, or improves a skill. a skill. There you go. So mm. There you go. The discipline. When you want to be a stand-up comic, go develop that skill. Definitely. I mean, think about it. I mean, this. I mean, a lot of people that listen to this are weightlifters, you know, due to this guy over here. Maybe. But, I mean, Maybe. Just, think about, just think about that. I mean, I was, I was talking to Josh over here and just comparing it to high school sports even. You know what I mean? It's like. You have, you have to have the discipline to actually show up to practice, mm-hmm. plain and simple. You know what I mean? You're not going to walk into every single practice wanting to practice. Well, you're not getting paid to do it. Like, even even that. Yeah, even that. But, but, I mean, even think about that. Yeah, even think about that. Then you have to want it that much more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's got to be something that you really love to do. So, it's, I mean, we we told each other countless times, you know, we'd show up to morning workouts. We'd mm-hmm. wake up at, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning, go work out, and then, you know, you got your day ahead of you. And then after that, you know, after school, you got to go to practice. And I mean, think about it, you know, as far as film's concerned, you know, it's, it's just a bunch of, bunch of stuff. So it's like, I mean, you doing all your, all your video stuff. It's, I know you're not blankly looking at your videos, you know, you can sit there and watch your videos all day long. But if you're, if you're sitting there and there's a purpose to it, you know, and your, you know, your regimen is to get better. Your regimen is to study what it is that you're doing and to perfect your craft. You know, all nothing but great things will come. I think you got to be, and I mentioned it and I touched base on it last episode. It was, you have to be the hero of your own story. You got to be the hero of your own story and you have to be willing to do the things that you got to be willing to do the things that the hero does like when you think of all those movies all those movies with an underdog when you think of all those people all those movies with what eight mile eight let's think eight mile eight miles a good one what does he have to do up down 
when he's when he's well, I mean that's yeah. He's he has to work. I have no. He has to work. He has to. He has to work. He has to. Best goddamn sniper out there. But I mean, he has to go out there, and he's got to. Man. He's got a he's got a bomb. He's got to get fucking booed off stage, right? Like that's that's one thing that happens. What's another movie? What's bombs another, to get sweaty. What's man. another movie with a hero in there? I mean Rocky. Rocky. I don't. We're not talking about Rocky I know, again. God damn it! I fucking talking like, about Rocky. that. We're Clubber Lane. Shoot, underdog. Underdog. God, bro. What if, what if someone's not seen it? Oh, I mean, heck, even Dude, oh, you, I, you know what? If someone Rocky, has, it's on Netflix. <laughs> get your shit together right now. That's uh that's also Rocky Four. Yeah, it is. I see. I was, I was gonna mention Rocky Creed Two. Best Rocky. I was gonna mention Creed Two. Rocky One's best Rocky. No. Okay, but let's not talk about Rocky. Creed Two. Because I have to, I have to talk about Rocky another like eight times no, at no, some point. Um, even, even Creed Two to where. Oh my God! <laughs> no. Okay. Oh. These are underdog, man. This is underdog stuff. Heck, what's that? The movie um, Underdog. Um, when you became a superhero. Dude, what was what was that? What was that? What was that movie with Mark Wahlberg and he tried out for for the Philadelphia oh, Eagles? Invincible. Invincible, oh, yeah. bro. He was. I mean, he was what? Thirty three years old. Rudy. Dang, bro. It what? was just like. But Rudy. when you think about it, uh, but yeah, what? no, but no, Rudy's yeah. But when you think about it, what are all those things? What are the things that those that each one of those they people did? Fall on their face. They fall in their face every single time, but it's, it was, they had to go for it. Yeah. They had to push themselves. Yeah. They had to push themselves beyond their limits, beyond what they thought they were capable of. And they had to think of themselves as more than what they are. Yeah. You know, each, each one of those people had to think of themselves as more than what they are, more than what they're currently capable of. Because if they didn't, if they didn't, it, they wouldn't be the hero, yeah. but not too many people want to be. The hero of it's their own story. It's not comfortable. No, not at all. Uh, what is it? You're. What is it? You're. Uh, you're. At the end of your comfort zone comes growth. Right? Is that what it is? Uh, some. I think that's. I think that's what it is. Something. Right. Some variance of that. But it's like at the end of at the end of your comfort zone comes growth. So when you start getting out of your comfort zone, when you when you go up on stage and you fucking bomb in front of people. No, I'm gonna have Santiago in the back just being the hype man. I'm like, who, who, who's, who's this fucking guy? Like, <laughs> and then they're gonna stop him. There's gonna be a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> but when you go out on stage and you bomb, like, yeah. not too many people are gonna want to do that. No, yeah. like, it's gonna be hard, and you might want to stop. And but. and the the crazy thing is, is even we were talking earlier to where we were saying, you know, regarding people and when they have to go through a tough time, you know. They don't want to go through that that time where it's like they want to grow. They want to get over shit naturally. They want to hurt. They want to have the shit days. They want to have the days where you don't want to get out of bed and you don't want to go to practice or all that. And it's like, you know what? The the time that you're like, no, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm a I'm a get my shit together. I'm gonna go to practice. You know, I'm what, gonna, you know what that's called? Perseverance. Discipline. Discipline. Oh. <laughs> discipline. What is discipline, everybody? Let's read it. Let's read it together. Ready? One, two, three. Discipline is just... It's just choosing between what you want now and what you want most. You, so much for reading mark. along, yeah, everyone. I mean, you guys, you guys suck. suck you, you guys suck. You guys suck. suck. I was waiting for you. You guys, <laughs> off. You guys are followers. You guys are a bunch of fucking followers. Hey, you know what? I kept going. All think, right? Yeah, think I, for you yourself. Individual over here. <laughs> Discipline is... <laughs> but... 
yeah i mean each each one of those heroes each one of those heroes pushed themselves beyond beyond what they thought was possible yeah and um and it just kind of it, it just kind of hit me it's just kind of hit me where recently like recently with the last five six weeks of my program um with weightlifting i've been pushing i've been really pushing the limits and pushing myself on on what it is that i think that i'm capable of um mainly because mainly because i really i've just had to take into account like why haven't why haven't i improved the way you know that i want to and and just sitting there thinking about it it's the same thing where you know you guys are comfortable at home you know you guys are comfortable at home in your situations but now you're starting to push yourself and get out of it it, it goes with this it goes with everything else that you do because there's the point where you know sometimes comedians they get complacent they don't put new shit out they stop oh yeah or you know with musicians they get that fucking musician block they can't think of new songs they can't think of new things to do they they don't have original ideas they have to push the boundaries but you know a painter a writer you know if you're not pushing yourself you're not growing and and I, i've recently kind of I've recently come to, to terms like I've, I've trained the same way for a really long time and I've trained really just really consistently for a really long time. And, and I don't, you know, I, I, I can only blame myself. I can only blame myself as to why, as to why, you know, training goes the way that it does for me. And, and yeah, these last five, six weeks, I've really pushed myself and I've, I've really put aside that ego part of me where it's like, do I want to make every single lift or do I really want to see what I'm capable of? Do I want people to look at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Why is he failing all this stuff? Or do I want people to just be like, oh, he's strong at that weight. You know, he's consistently hitting that, but he's been there forever. Yeah. You know, um, like just today, just today, earlier today, like we had a, a, a complex where I had like a, a, a clean, uh, a clean, it was like a low hang clean. So I had to bring the clean down below my knees, clean it drop it and then clean it from the floor then jerk it <clears throat> and i had i had worked up to like 160 kilos it was like 350 pounds and then i took a big jump to push myself because last time i had done that complex i had done it at 170 mm-hmm. uh which is like 375 pounds um so i had pushed myself to go 375 which was oh 175 which is 385 and and it kicked my ass like i did that shit three times so I like I had a total of like I a total of six cleans that I tried to do. I'm feeling it now. It's kicking my ass. But at the time, it was like like I I really have to do this. I really have to see what it is that I'm capable of, who I am, and and what I can do. And and after I had failed the very last one, and you know Sage told me to stop before I hurt myself. <clears throat> I look up to her and I, and I told her, I'm like, Hey, I've been just really trying to push myself. And, and I love Sage. And she says a bunch of, she's full of her Sage advice, but she, um, she said, she's like, yeah, like I, I know, like, I know you're trying to push it. I know you're trying to push it and it's good. That's a good thing. Cause I try to push myself in training all the time. But if, if you're going to push it, you need to actually show up. Like you need to actually show up and, and know that you can do it. And it's like, it kind of got me off guard. I was like, I thought I like on the last attempts, I kind of thought I was, I kind of thought I was pushing myself harder and, and showing up as best as I could. But then it goes to show you, it's like, what are you capable of? 
and obviously you're capable you're more than you think you are you be more than you think you are you know be more than you think that you're capable of because it's like it's that one thing that i write down a lot where satisfactory satisfactory is another word for mediocrity just being okay is exactly that just being okay so in, in anybody everybody in this room you know i know that we're not trying to just be okay yeah so just show great. up yeah just show up just show up um but as we come to a close here we're, we're approaching hour 41 hour an hour 41 minutes as we come to a close here um want to leave you with want to leave you with something to think about uh how many days how many days do you think are left in in the year how many days do you think are left how many days do you think are left josh so if there's like what four months left that's like one 38 answers right up there you well, fuck. He said. Yeah. He said. Think. One thirty-two. That's how many days Gosh. left in a year. How lame. God, I thought we were. <laughs> how many days do you think? Oh, I'll give it a close shot. No, no. One thirty-eight. What were you? You go to low ball. You're like one twenty-five. <laughs> it's right. it's one thirty-two. It's one thirty-two. It's one thirty-two. While we record this today, on uh, what's today, August twenty. 20- 21st. 21st. So it's August 21st. So that's 130, 132 you guys both days. Have Apple watches. You don't even have a fucking phone. <laughs> I was about to say. Fucking nerd. That's what makes me different. Shut up. Dare to be different. <laughs> when you guys listen to this, because uh, it's going to come out tomorrow, Thursday, uh, 8 uh, you're going to be left with 131 days. So 131 days left of 2019. What can you do? In 130 days. Shit. Wow. What can you do in, in 130 days? 24 hours. So look, we're looking at, we're looking at 24 hours in a day. Let's say 16. Minimum. Yeah. You're sleeping. You know what? No, no, no. You're sleeping six hours. All right. Arnold says you Arnold, only need yeah. six. Arnold says you only need six. There's 18 hours. 18 Eight, hours. 18 hours in a day. 18 hours in a day. And let's say you work for eight of them, right? You work for eight of them. So you're left with 10. Let's say, and then let's say you have a, you, let's say you have a, a, a 30 minute commute to work, right? So that's an hour both ways. Hour. Oh, that's an hour. So nine. So nine hours. So nine hours of free time in a day. Nine hours of free time in a day. Times 131. Times 131. That's 1,179 hours. Yep. Wow. What Dude. can you do with 131 days, nine hours a day, 1,179 hours? How how many times does do they say that it takes the body to to like to it, get something perfect? It says you need a thousand hours to be to. No, it says you need to dedicate a thousand hours to something to be a. a re- Referred to as a professional, I think. A thousand hours? So you can become a professional. It's something. Within, within. It's, it's something, something. <laughs> Dude, geez. That's, that's nuts. That's, that's insane. How many hours does it take to be? Well, I don't know. That's kind of unreasonable. Oh, it's an expert. It's an expert. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We were fucking, fucking way up. Oh, I was going to say, isn't it like 8,000 hours or something? No, no, no. Okay. So it's, 
10,000 hours to be Ooh. an expert, but I think it's 1,000 hours to be good at something. 100,000 yeah, hours to be a god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think it's 1,000 hours to be technically to be technically adept at something. So if I'm gonna be I'm gonna be good at keys. I'll tell you that. I'm gonna be good yeah, at keys. So ten thousand hours so ten thousand hours is meant to be perfect and then um and then Philip Guo. Oh, it's a cognitive science professor at UC San Diego. He says that he, he has a thousand a thousand hour rule. So the thousand hour rule a much gentler version of the 10,000 hour rule. And he says that he claims that it takes a thousand hours of practice to get good at something. So with a thousand one hundred and seventy nine hours left, a thousand of those of just get free good. time. Get good. We took out sleep. We took out work. We took out driving. Get good. Yeah. And then uh, the variance, whatever you want to say, whatever free time you want to spend cooking or just fucking around. You have a thousand. I would. You have a, at least a thousand hours there. A, mm-hmm. At least a thousand hours, maybe nine hundred to a thousand hours, to to get okay at something. You know. So, what can you do? What can you do over there, iceberg Mick? No, it's iceberg, bro. Oh, iceberg Mick. Um, I mean, I think I just someone's gonna email me pissed off for like you use that word way too much. Get that guy off. We don't like that. Um, it's that's just his nickname, dude. Yeah. That's just his nickname, Shut Mickey. She the Mickey. Icy Mick. Icy Mick. Iceberg Mick. Iceberg Mick. Iceberg Mick. Iceberg Mick. What can you do over there, bro? Um, I'd say that I continue on this path of. No, I want to. I want definite answer. Oh, what, what are you going to do with the thousand hours that you? A thousand, I'm going to continue. Twelve hundred hours. I'm going to continue to get better at health and fitness. Okay. I'm going to beat out this this eczema. Cause yeah. Fuck eczema. He keeps. Eczema? He, he's doing the same thing that he did last time. He keeps yeah. giving me the runaround. I want to know. No, it's a he, it's a general. What, what are you going to do? How are you going to get good at it? What are you going to do? I'm going to continue on my diet. How are you just by gonna... discipline? Oh Word of the fucking day. <laughs> What I'm saying is, is you're gonna eat better, right? I'm gonna eat so better. You're gonna eat better. I'm gonna continue when to you, take CBD. Okay. Continue to work on mental health with meditating and yoga. Okay. I'm a, I'm a startup. This improv club, I'm a, I'm become the fucking champ at it too. I'm a, I'm a make sure. Everybody, that I'm, that everyone's if, gonna fucking hate him. Bro. <laughs> everyone's, <laughs> fu- anyone's funnier than me. I'm fucking find like, Keep that comedy in the classroom. Be like, uh, you're you're not funny. I'm a de- <laughs> deliberately not laugh at their jokes, <laughs> even though they're funny as shit. And then um, so get get comedy, get improv started, really buckle down, see what I need to do. I'm gonna need you to write down a list for me. I need like actual actions. Oh yeah, you're no. being really vague with it. Yeah, I need you to be definitive. Eat de- good. Definitive. Definitive. Eat good, hey, bro. Eat good. Read up. Keep it simple, you know. You know, we'll, we'll make on. we'll make a list after. Those uh-huh. were all good reasons. We'll make a list and be more definitive. Right, I'll be better next time. Definitive. <laughs> I'll better discipline. And then, what about you, Schmedium? I'll I'll tell you. I'm gonna get better at the keys. Right now, that's a that's for sure a thing. What are you gonna do, dude? I'm a, I'm gonna practice keys. Gonna I'm practice. gonna I'm gonna listen to tones. I'm gonna I'm gonna practice. I've already got a song down. Um, what song? 
Wolf. Yeah. By Tyler Creator. Go get dude, go get your keyboard. Go get it. I'm not gonna do go that. Go get right it. <laughs> go get your keyboard. No, I, no, that's that's for the next episode. No, go get your keyboard right now. Wait, there's, there's not gonna be there's episode. not gonna be a next episode if you don't get your keyboard right oh, now. Jesus. Go get your keyboard right now. I'll open that door. Sorry. Okay, Josh, we'll you know what? We'll talk about the list then. We'll talk All about right, this the list. list. So the list. It's it, when when setting goals and when when setting goals to do something, you want to be specific. With right. It. You want your specificity is important. So you saying like, yeah, you want to get better at this. You're going to keep working on it. You're going to work on it. How? Okay. So, you know, like health and fitness, what are you going to do? What, have, what have you done before that has gotten you to where you are now? Yeah. What, what have you done? So consistently working out Yeah. an hour to an hour and a half a day. Okay. Continue on that. Um, and then with, with like your, with like your eczema and all that stuff, like you've done research. Yeah. And- continue to do research, continue to, to dive deep into what really triggers it. If it is, cause it does go from dietary to mental health. And that's what, that's what sparked my interest in yoga and meditating because that there's stats yeah. that yoga fucking save lives. Look it up. Yeah. So look it up, bitch. Look it up. I I did. <laughs> So that's, that's so specificity. Yeah. Is, you know, specificity is good. So you have that. So you're just gonna keep working out. You know, keep working out. Keep keep know, on with the diet. Keep, keep eating, on all that stuff. You know, try try not to have too many times that I slip up or I want I want that McChicken at three in the morning or something. <laughs> Dude, I, I have mean, that. we are like we are, we are <laughs> gonna, <laughs> we are gonna go to dinner here in a little bit. But. I know, but, but it's, um, okay. it's okay. Yeah, buckle down with the with the diet. Make sure everything, and then really. Really get down with improv. Really get down with with going to the shows. Really get down with doing do my research. And you know what? If I am serious about this shit, I I don't want to come back at the end of this year and say, oh, I, I didn't do anything. Because I think we had this conversation already. We had a conversation. We had like this, this conversation back, before back, we started back, working. At Kane's. Before we started yeah. working. Yeah, it was like, yeah, we had we, this at Kane's what have we done in six months? That Nothing. From the start of the year to six months into the it was, year. It was what, literally June 1st. Bitch to moan. That's yeah, what, what we did. What have we done? And nothing. Yeah. And after now, after that conversation, I actually I got my shit together. I started to take something seriously. Like I should probably move up five pounds and like weightlifting. Yeah, just discipline, man. Yeah, discipline. Where are the and, day? And it, where are the day? One hundred thirty. One hundred thirty-one days. One thousand one hundred and some odd hours. Twelve hundred hours. But uh, <clears throat> to give us to give us this little outro, to give us this little outro. It's gonna be. We're gonna put the pressure. We're gonna put. I, I definitely don't have it down, like down, down. But it's big talk. You know, once, like, but the cool, we, uh, the cool thing about this is like he's gonna suck right here, yep. and then he's gonna make my intro music down the line, yeah. and people are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. But that's how it starts. Get that microphone close to you, bud. Well, this thing's, this thing's pretty loud. Now get it. You gotta get closer. That was the best. I gotta get closer. Yeah, get it closer. There you go. This is the. Yeah, there you go. That's Max right there. Is that good? Yeah, that's fine. That's loud? That's fine. Okay. Let me see here. This is after how many hours of... This is... How this, how, after how many hours of tr- practicing this song already? I'm going to say I've probably practiced this song maybe like... Maybe about two to three hours. Total? Yeah. So you got... 900 907 hours this is, this left. This is a single song though. I mean there's there's times where I wasn't just like just practicing the oh, song. Oh, just this song? Yeah, I mean there's yeah. But let me see here. Let me see here. Hold on. Excuse me. Hold on, let me see. Oh, hold on. 
Oh, he's now, getting, now, he's cracking the pressure's on. Yeah, it's getting hot. Now. It's getting warm in here. Dude, it's getting oh, warmer it's getting, in here. I'm fucking oh, sweating. Oh my God, I'm doing so sticky. Can you right can now. you put the volume put the volume down on that? Is that good? Yeah. Okay, let me see here. So I've got all the chords sounded, down. Sounded familiar. I've got all the chords down, but yeah, yeah I just gotta get the fingers slapped. All right, now just do bit. it. Just do it on repeat. Oh, now just keep going. While I, while I, while I'll do my outro. Listen. While I do my outro here. Oh, <laughs> well, okay, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate. It. Keep going, bro. You gotta get that. You gotta get the outro going. You gotta get the outro music down. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode. This episode was really fun. It's fucking so hot in this room right now. I'm sweating stupid. so much right now. I can't. Oh we turned those God. fans off about an hour ago, so I'm sweating really hard. Keep going over there, bro. Keep going. Everyone loves it. I'm sweating so hard right now. We're going to go to dinner. We're going to enjoy it. Um, thank you for tuning in and uh i would love i would love any feedback on on the episode so please uh like and share on on you know instagram twitter whatever you want to do just uh just keep going bro (laughs) you're not done yet um but reach out to me whatever way on the on the email on instagram on twitter whatever whatever uh yeah and leave a review leave a review for this uh for this for this uh, raise santiago's piano playing for this uh for this podcast um thank you guys i appreciate you guys make this possible uh that was ass bro (laughs) (laughs) um you guys make this possible uh you know it's 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 something i love to do and uh with discipline being the hero Keep going, dude. This is this is actually just keep going with uh, the discipline and the uh, the 131 days that we have left of the year. I I plan on doing better with this. So um, thank you, and and I love you guys. This is uh this is big big C signing off, and uh, go ahead, little iceberg, big iceberg. This is the Josh Patrick. Where can they find you? You find me on Instagram. At Kirby underscore fully underscore loaded oh one. You gonna start putting funny shit up there? Keep going over there. Oh monkey. yeah, no, I'm trying. You monkey. No, yeah, keep you piano monkey. Have the have the follows coming, and you know maybe soon enough I'll make a a certain page for for comedy. But you know, got keep going, bro. Got make it You're happen. not done yet. Keep going. You got to get the outro so into, the, into the real appreciate outro you guys music. listening in. This is my first podcast. Hopefully, come on more because uh, this was fun. And I know you want to do one yourself. So no, yeah. Down I, the line, yeah. Yeah, down we the can, line, we can, if, we can get you going. If you know when I start my own podcast, because got a lot of thoughts happening in my mind, and um, have Santiago and and Caesar along with me to make that happen. Just keep it, keep it going, keep, keep this, uh, this dream starting. Wow, that was trying to form. Yeah, you got. You think Beethoven's for him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate, appreciate. He couldn't even hear his listening. music, bro. All he knew was pain in yeah. his forearms. 
Van Gogh cut off his ear. Van Gogh, bro. You fucking frat boy. Okay, and then this guy over here, little Schmedium Santi. Deuces, Breskis. Nice outro. Keep going. Start from the beginning. such an awkward position right now that's why i'm doing so bad right guys okay everybody love you guys talk to you talk to you later bye bye